This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for joining me for what is the last day of my little break away. In fact, it's not even the last kind of day because I'm going to be leaving um, our little uh, kind of cottagey, villery thing uh, in about, well, I suppose pretty soon after we finish today's show. But thank you for sticking with me. Apologies for my blurry face throughout the last few days. Um, and uh, uh, sorry that it's not been obviously clear. Uh, it's probably been better if I just throw myself onto this slightly smaller screen with the uh, the <laughs> with the slides up in place of that. But, uh, but thank you so much for sticking with me. Uh, I hope you've appreciated the fact that... Um, that we've obviously started uh, doing what well, we've done with these shows whilst I've been away as well. And I hope that you've started, uh, that you've enjoyed that. So thank you so much. Uh, very much appreciate uh, all of that that you've done uh, throughout the course of these last few days showing support to the channel. So uh, please do continue to do so by dropping a like, subscribing, all of that lovely 
YouTube stuff. But thank you, uh, everyone, joining us live in the chat box, of course, as well. Good morning to Martin, to MRM, to Jimbo, to Jalali. We've got Peter Renner, we've got Maximius, Pika Who, Glenn, Stevie, Tom, uh, Dellen, we've got Damien, Grantly Poos, Dave, Conde, uh, Steve, Arsenal Adventure, Rowan, Phil, and plenty more of you guys as well. Thank you. Thank you so much everybody for tuning in it's very much appreciated um so let's without further ado crack on with today's stories our first story of the day is of course to celebrate the success of Arsenal beating Aston Villa yesterday in what was a brilliant victory in the end yes there's frustrations yes there's still question marks about what Arsenal are doing this season under Jonas Idevau and the lack of kind of cutting edge, but I suppose with the return of uh, of Beth Meads, who came on and obviously had a massive, massive um, influence on the game. But Arsenal were one nil down going into injury time uh, beyond the 90th minute, and uh, thankfully Kate McCabe and, and Alessia Russo turning up with two massive goals to give Arsenal a dramatic late victory. If there's one thing that Arsenal do. It is score late and it is continue to fight until the absolute bitter end. And what an important victory this is. Uh, had we have not won this game, had we have lost this game, the table would look would have been looking very bleak. And considering that Jonas Idevalt has only just signed a brand new contract with the club, um, question marks would have certainly been raised. Uh, so certainly very, very happy to see uh, not only uh, Beth Mead back, but obviously three points on the score sheet. And uh, hopefully this can be a bit of a, a turning point uh, for us. Um, and Belize says, can Katie McCabe ever score a boring goal? And the answer there, and I'm quite thankful this, is no. Um, Norway, however, uh, less so positive for Arsenal's uh, women's team, but less positive for Norway is that, and Martin Odegaard in particular, is they are in real danger of not qualifying for the European championships next year they lost 1-0 against Spain which meant that Scotland and Spain from their group will progress through to the tournament next summer um very frustrating for Odegaard of course who started the game with Erling Haaland neither player is yet to play at a, a major international tournament which is a massive blow to to Odegaard his confidence hopefully can be strong enough that he can um continue to be uh, headstrong in this moment but it will be a big blow to to his confidence uh, ahead of what is obviously going to be a really important run of games for Arsenal and hopefully he can separate that from from what this is but they can still qualify but it is going to take a monumental effort and it is going to take their um ultimately going to take the uh, the Nations League and what they've still got to do in that that group I believe that has the likes of Serbia and Sweden in that group as well, they're going to have to try and come through and qualify for the Nations League in that way. So we'll have to wait and see if indeed Norway can do that. But it's it's not looking particularly great for Odegaard in what is a big blow to him and uh, his country. Um, Partey was substituted early uh, in the game that Ghana played over the course of this international break. However, Chris Hutton did come out after the game to explain that uh, Partey was a planned substitution at half-time, which is obviously a very uh, good thing for Arsenal and a good thing for Ghana because obviously we want him to be fit. We want him to be um, ready and available for us. And the, the fact that it was a planned substitution, that it was always going to come off in that moment, is obviously a good thing for us. We want to make sure that he's being 
watched carefully and maintaining his fitness. But it was people were like, well, why does he need to play in a friendly? Well, because he's been out for so long. The only minutes he's played since returning from injury was that cameo performance in which he had a really big, big influence on the game against Manchester City. And we needed to get some minutes into his legs. We need to make sure that we need to um, ensure that we obviously um, build up that fitness. So it's not actually too bad that he's playing these international games because that will help him to build up that match fitness and, and get him ready uh, for returning to Arsenal. So for those that are moaning that he's actually playing, I'd say calm for a second because actually there is quite a lot of benefits to him being involved in those games for Ghana. And finally, our headline story of the day is that uh, we spoke yesterday about the fact that Edu had travelled all the way to Brazil to see uh, Fluminense and to meet with the club and and talk their strategies and training and their facilities and things like this and you know building up relationships with clubs in South America is something that's been on Arsenal's uh, agenda for quite some time but perhaps there's been some suggestions that that trip was linked to Arsenal's interest in defensive midfielder Andre who is a player that I can't say that I'm too familiar with but I do know that plenty of our listeners who are very well far more versed in, in more countries and players than I am, uh, have been leaving comments about different players and information on different so I'm sure there'll be some information from those guys but just from looking specifically at kind of his profile on transfer markets he's a 22 year old uh, Brazilian defensive midfielder he's already got a couple of caps for the senior Brazilian national side as well which is obviously really uh, positive um, he played in an international friendly most recently uh, against Senegal uh, as well and he played uh, against Venezuela as well uh, only a few days ago he came on in the second half in that 1-1 draw that Gabriel Magalhaes scored in um 11 minute cameo in that but he's played uh, plenty of games as uh, obviously the Copa Libertadores continues for Fluminense they're in the final of that competition and Andre is expected to play and get involved in that I told you yesterday about Mateus Martinelli I've been told by one of our, our listeners that actually he's kind of fallen down the pecking order at Fluminense and Andre is, is one of those players that is now more so at the forefront of that team so maybe he's one to watch out for maybe that link is real we'll have to wait and see i guess but uh, that's everything from the last 24 hours so let's go to part two and your questions right after this right uh let's jump into the chat box for about 10 minutes or so and tackle some of your questions um, before we wrap things up. Um, the process is uh, a selfish question, Tom, but would it be such a bad thing for Arsenal if Norway missed out on the Euros? Well, I guess you can you can kind of look at it that way. Um, when it comes to international tournaments, I think the involvement of our players can often be a really positive thing for their confidence, for their momentum. But yes, there is obvious benefits to uh, Odegaard not being involved in the European Championships. We obviously quite often are thankful when players that are involved in kind of mid-season international tournaments like the Asia Cup or, or the African Cup of Nations return early. So I suppose you do have to apply the same consistent context to those European and global tournaments as well. So if Odegaard is indeed to miss um, that game, which I still think is a big blow to him, and if he is to miss the tournament, that would be a blow, um, then uh, obviously uh, there are benefits to to seeing him not involved in that tournament. Top Gun says, I thought Odegaard was injured. Oh, no, goodness me. It's uh, no, certainly I'd injured if that was indeed the case. But uh, he is just simply missing 
and could be missing the European Championships, which is certainly a blow to him. Um, Alicia says, uh, hey, Tom, first time I can catch the show thanks to a day off. I'm from Lawns and a massive fan of Arsenal. Thanks for your podcast and then me at work every single day. You're absolutely welcome. And uh, I'm still hoping to get in touch with Lawns. I've got a story still to tell you guys about what happened in Lawns. Um, it will be coming at some point as soon as I've got all the information back about some chaos. Uh, Daniel says, why is it that African players are treated differently when treated uh, on international duty no one uh, followed Odegaard in the same way I don't actually know Daniel whether or not um, there was a member of staff from Arsenal that was following um, Odegaard I assume Daniel what you're referring to is the fact that there has been one of the Arsenal staff members has travelled with Partey uh, to, to the Ghanaian uh, national team one of the the big reasons as to why is that Odegaard doesn't have too many injury kind of issues um, specifically. Uh, Partey obviously has been monitored for his injury um, for quite some time and because of those um, repetitive injury problems that Partey has had um, they are monitoring them. I don't think it's specifically that African players are treated differently when on international break. The following of Odegaard's, I don't know if he was followed by one of the Arsenal staff members, but when it comes to um, Partey specifically, it's because of those continuous um, injury issues that he has faced. So the club want to make sure that he's being, um, you know, they've got a specific kind of plan when he goes away and that usually they negotiate and discuss with the Ghanaian national side as well. Um, Alicia, do I need any contacts for Lons? I'm already in contact with Lons, so don't worry, uh, Alicia, but thank you for that. That's very kind of you. Uh, Rich says, Tom, I've seen a few links saying uh, Charlie Patino no longer wants to leave, but to try and break into the Arsenal first team after returning from loan, um, which I do think is obviously an indication that he's seeing this loan as maybe a benefit for him, but there's been no indication that Patino will specifically be kind of coming back to Arsenal and in any capacity succeeding into the first team. It's just a really good interview, a really good kind of quote from him specifically that doesn't rule out anything. The reports that initially came from uh, David Ornstein suggesting that he wanted, or well, that there was an openness from him to leave on a permanent deal. Uh, I certainly did my own digging on that story in the summer and got some information from somebody very close to Charlie Patino that certainly it was a case of timing, that things just hadn't worked out very well um, for the player and that, you know, we'd signed Declan Rice and Jorginho had come in in January and Partey was still in the team and wasn't going anywhere. And, you know, we still had El Nenny at the club and he had got a brand new contract. So because of timing and the situation with the team, it wasn't working out for, for Patino. Um, so hopefully um, now things are, hopefully now things will, will change for him maybe, but I'm still very sceptical whether or not there is a future for Charlie Patino. At Arsenal, um, apologies for the slight uh, network issue. It's a combination of things here, but we'll be wrapping things up soon. Um, let's go to... Um, boom, boom, let's scroll up a little bit more. Uh, Rob says, is there a story around why Gabriel Magalhaes didn't play at the start of the season? There was talk of Saudi Arabia, but I heard there might be something that went on. Uh, Rob, I spoke to somebody at Arsenal and was told that it was purely tactical. Now, you can take that in any way you want. You know, Arsenal might have their own reasons for saying that it was that, but I'm giving you the line direct from Arsenal is that we were told that it was specifically tactical why Gabriel was not left out, uh, was, was left out of the team. So that's all I can tell you from the side of the, the, the people at Arsenal. Um, it was a tactical decision and that Partey playing at right back played a, a mold in it. Yes, there was links to Saudi Arabia. 
No, I don't know whether or not that it materialised into anything more than just interest. If there was talks or anything like that, if there was approaches made to the player or his agent, I don't know. But from an Arsenal perspective, the reason why he was left out, we are told, is purely for tactical reasons. Uh, Rich says, I'm curious, Tom, you just listed defensive midfielders as one standing in Patino's way. Does that mean he's settling into a six slash eight role? Uh, I did obviously mention the likes of Rice. He can play in multiple midfield positions. It can be as an attacking midfielder. It can be as a, a number eight. It could be as number six. He's still very versatile in that central midfield position. I think that the fact that Arsenal brought in Declan Rice, you know, I've obviously brought in and still got Smith Rowe, I've still got Vieira, I've got Erdegaard. I think there's so many players in all of those midfield roles um the you know the block that pathway to patina so i'm gonna wrap things up there uh because clearly the technology is not helping me this morning um it's, i'm hoping that it's gonna get fixed very soon but it's very frustrating but thank you so much guys for tuning in thank you for watching do drop a like on the video and usual stuff and uh yeah, thank you ever so much for tuning in uh, i will see you again very soon and as always It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.